Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, welcome to Tita Talks, where we talk about K-drama, Epinoy, Telesare. And it's another Tuesday, and like always, we are going to talk about a new series, a new teleserye. Pero, habang naghihintay tayo sa pagbabalik ng mga teleserye, oh my gosh, I really miss my teleserye. <laughs> Namimiss ko ng manood ng series na hindi ko na kailangan magbasa at naiintindihan ko kaagad ang sinasabi ng actors na kahit na naglalaba ako, naghugas ng pinggan o kung ano man ginagawa ko, nagigets ko pa rin yung nangyayari. Ay. But anyway, in today's series, we are going to talk about a new one nakatatapos ko lang. It's also relatively new. Kakatapos din lang niya. But before that, if you have any questions, suggestions, violent reactions, or kung ano man, please feel free to contact me via Twitter. It's at TalksTita. And again, I do have now a Facebook page. It's... Ano nga ba? <laughs> Nakalimutan. At Tita Talks Podcast. Yun. So, just search nyo lang, Tita Talks. Anyway, makikita nyo naman yung pagmumuka. Yung profile pico, it's the same. Anyway, um, also before we move on to today's episode, I would like to again invite you, if you have nothing to do on August 29, Saturday, 8pm, Manila Standard Time. Tama Philippine Standard. Basta oras sa Pinas. If you have nothing to do, please, parang awan yun na. Please join me for a live podcast episode in celebration of the first year anniversary of Tita Talks. Hindi <laughs> ko talaga alam kung bakit ako magla-live podcast, but I think it should be fun. <laughs> Makikita nyo akong nabubudol, tapos kung ano-ano pa mga pinagkagawa habang nagpa-podcast. But anyway, I'll be joined by some of my friends and during that episode, we'll be giving out some prizes. And yun nga, we will be doing a live podcast episode. <laughs> so please, if you have nothing to do on August 29, Saturday, 8pm, please join me. It's via, of course, Facebook page, uh, please join me for a live podcast episode para hindi naman kami magmukhang tanga na kaming tatlo lang din yung magiging viewers ng episode. Ay, just ko Lord. Anyway, in today's episode, we are going to talk about another K-drama series, which for me, uh, if you like kilig series. Hindi ito yung talagang matamis lang, yung puro pakilig lang. There's still some sense, there's some lessons in it. But if you are in the mood 
to watch a series na talagang gusto mo lang mag-chill, kiligin, tumawa, may matutunan ng konti, balik tawa, balik kilig ulit. This is a series that I definitely highly recommend for you. It's actually a sleeping series in the sense na hindi siya masyadong pinag-usapan. But believe me, if you're in for a kilig k-drama series, this is for you. And that series is Dinner Mate. Would You Like to Have Dinner by Ovan, which is part of the OST of the series. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk about this OST. But later na yan, let's talk about the details of the series, like always. Ay, nako, pwede nyo naman talaga yung Google. Pero anyway, consistency is the key. Alright, so the series Dinner Mate is also known as Would You Like to Have Dinner Together? So this is a South Korean television series aired by MBC TV and it aired from May 25 to July 14, 2020. So talagang kakatapos din lang niya. And it was also available on Ano to? Hindi ko to ba alam bago to. I think it's sort of like a Netflix videos kind of app which is I EQ, IQ, whatever. It's a multi-language subtitle globally f- platform. Yun nga. And the series stars Song Sung Hon, which is for mga OG tita ng K-drama world. You probably remember him from the series Autumn in My Heart. <laughs> diba? Si Kuya Mo, alam mo, ito si Song Sung Hon. Song ta- Ewan ko kung tama na naman yung pagbigkas ko. Basta si Kuya Mo. Si Johnny, yun, sa ating mga Pilipino K-drama fans. Si Johnny, si Gongyo, si Yunbin. Ito yung mga OG na K-drama series, Opa, na parang habang tumatagal, lalong gumagwapo. Diba? Hindi ko alam kung ano meron. Parang wine. Lalong guma, gumagwapo itong mga kuya mo. Anyway, um, the series also stars So Jie, which you probably remember from the recently concluded series um crash landing on you siya si Dan oh Dan Dan uh, yeah si Dan so Dan yun 
Makalimutan ko pa yung name. Lee Ji-hoon, which you probably also remember as the half-brother ni Lee Min-ho sa series na Legend of the Blue Sea. And So Na-yeon, which siya naman is a member of the girl group A-Pink, which I also like. <laughs> and um, I guess maalala mo siya sa series na Cinderella and the Four Knights, if you have watched that series. But anyway, she has done some acting jobs, so... Those are the four lead roles, but there's actually a few more. I-google nyo na lang, haba basahin eh. So the series is based on a 2013 webtoon which has the same title by Park Seen. And the series is about Woo Do-hee, played by So Ji-yi, a producer at a digital content company, and Kim Hae-kyung, played by uh, Song Sung-hon, a psychiatrist who met by coincidence and end up eating dinner together. Later, they meet again by coincidence and decided to become dinner mates without knowledge of each other's personal details, name, occupation, etc. They only meet up to drink and talk. Or to eat, to drink. Lasengo. Ay, nako. To, din, to eat dinner and talk. Yon. <laughs> so the series is actually 32 episodes. But again, as someone who had been in the K-drama world, you already know that it's actually 16. But yun nga, inahati na nila so they can insert commercials in between. But anyway, um, as part of the series, it's also it also has... One, two, three, four, five... Nagbilang talaga ako on air. Six songs, uh, five na part, tapos special track na isa. And what else? The series, um, as I've mentioned, is actually a slipper. A sli- sleeper. Sleep. Diyos ko, English. Kailan tayo magkakasundo? Uh, yun. <laughs> It did not do well in terms of rating. Um, the highest that they had was actually way back on their first episode or second episode technically. And its average is only like 4%. And it wasn't really also talked about in terms of the international K-drama fans. But for me, uh, it's actually something that If you love K-drama na rom-com, this is something that I highly suggest. Um, not that it's the story is like amazing, it doesn't have like extravagant plot or yung talagang parang yung lessons na ituturo sa'yo sa series na ito is something that would change your values in life or your point of view. No, <laughs> hindi talaga siya ganun. So it, this series is something that I would recommend to you if you want something na hindi kailangan mag-isip. A no-brainer series na parang gusto mo lang kiligin, yun nga, tumawa, matuto ng konte, yun. Medyo, hindi talaga siya yung parang nage expand yung utak mo sa natutunan mo sa series na to. It's totally not like that. But, again, it's something that I would highly recommend. So, yun na nga. Um, pag-usapan na natin yung series. Alright. So, off the bat, as I have mentioned again, it's totally romantic. And, alam mo, hindi ko alam kung ako lang ito or ikaw din. Maybe we can talk via Facebook or Twitter. But, for me, ah, yung chemistry ni Song Sung Hoon tsaka ni Soji, 
it goes beyond the series. Parang, eto na naman ako, nag-wish na naman ako na parang sana magkatuluyan sila in real life. <laughs> Actually, nilista ko na sila. Sinunod ko na sila sa listahan ko na mga pinagpapray kong mga love teams na magkatuluyan in real life. Kasama na siyempre si Yunbin, uh, si, so- si Yejin. <laughs> Ay, nako Lord. Si Limin ho, si Kim Go <laughs> Ay, nako. Kaya talaga, hin- siguro nga talaga, kaya single tayo kasi mas inuuna natin yung love life ng mga, ay, nako, favorite K-drama artist natin. But anyway, the chemistry of this two is so strong. I mean, hindi ko alam kung ako lang kasi hindi nga siya masyadong pinag-usapan and the only reason that I've watched this series is because I've seen clips of it on Instagram may nafi-feature kasi siya ng mga accounts sa Instagram na mahilig mag-feature ng mga series, snippets of it parang ganun, and I saw this one snippet of a scene and I I like it tapos parang naintriga talaga ako na parang ah, parang may something kay Kiwi at kay Ate so yun, that intrigue me and forced well not forced but made me watch the series a sort of a priority kasi parang after the series ended sinimulan ko na kagad siyang panoorin so anyway yun parang ang tindi ng chemistry ng dalawa talagang may mga may may chemistry kasi na pang hanggang teles hanggang series lang eh like for example yung chemistry ni um Susie Bay tsaka ni Sino yung partner niya sa While You Were Sleeping? Ah, Lee Jong-sook. Diba? Yung chemistry nila sa series was really good. Maganda. Kinikilig ako. But then, after the series ended, you did not really go beyond like wishing them to go like real like real life couples. So ito, ayun na nga. Ang tita nyo eh, napawish na naman na sana magkatuloy yun. Ay nako. Panoorin mo, or mas maintindihan mo kung ano yung sasabi ko. But anyway, other than that, one thing that I also love about the series is yung mga cameo appearances. Um, if you have seen some of their series, like ni Song, Song Sung Hon and So Ji Ye, of course, yung Crash Landing on You, yung partner niya doon, si Kim Jong Yun, si Alberto Gu. <laughs> he had a cameo role here on the first episode and it was so fun. It was so fun to watch them together and yun, parang it somehow gave you um, a sequel sa naudlot na love team pero it's not really sequel kasi hindi sila you know so crash landing on you we wanted them to be happy together but in the series in dinner mate hindi sila <laughs> basta hindi sila nagkaganon na ano ang dami kong spoilers hindi ko talaga mapigilan pag nagkukwento ko talagang ang daming spoilers but anyway panoorin mo na lang yung first episode nandun siya si Alberto Gu <laughs> he played the role as Uh, the boyfriend of Soji and also nagkaroon sila ng reference dito sa Crash Landing on You which is is again if you are a fan of K-drama series and you have been watching this series you would definitely have fun watching the um references the para anong tawag do sa kanya cinematic parallel Diba? Yung parang ginaya nila yung scene from another series or another movie. So, may mga ganun sila dito. As for So Sung Hon, Song Hyun, basta si Johnny. 
Meron din ditong um, ka- cameo appearances yung mga nakasama niya sa series naman na player. Nandun din sila sa first episode and actually ang daming mga nag-cameo-cameo dito sa series na to and it's really fun to watch. Nakadagdag siya sa, tawa, sa tawa, sa tuwa and yeah. Yun. <laughs> yun yung mga nagustuhan ko din sa series and actually may mga references dito sila na parang yun nga, crash landing on you nabanggit pa niyo lang yung ang kay Yori's um, homestay, yung breakfast, yung kay Lee Hyori, nabanggit din dito. So, it was just fun watching it kasi it's, it's somehow parang natutuwa ka na na mention nila yung mga series. It makes you feel that they you both are living on the same universe. Parang ganun. Hindi ko alam kung na-gets yun. Basta, <laughs> natuwa ako dun. Also, I love the setting because this is more of like may halong office environment kasi dito eh. So, um, yung character ni uh, so Jie, si Wodohi, si Dohi, naka, ano siya, parang producer, PD, parang ganun, ng mga shows na online. So, it's very millennial. It's so now na parang talagang nakaka-relate ka sa trabaho. It's not, it's not your usual office job. It's not a restaurant. It's not... Um, ano pa ba? It's not a business or a company na very ano lang usual na natin. This is so in na in in the sense na talagang yung environment niya. This is happening in real life. So yung office nila, they house um, content creators, YouTube channels. Parang ano siya? Actually parang nahawigan ko siya sa Kumo, which is something na uh, I've also recently discovered. So, if you have Kumo, you might as well want to check that out. In Kumo kasi, there's like an environment wherein creators can do things and they can get likes, diamonds, and then that's basically how they earn their living by people giving them diamonds. And you earn that by doing something funny or exciting online. So, basically, ganun yung setting ng environment ni Dohi dito. And it's so now. So, talagang nakaka-relate yung mga bagets na manonood. Um, also, ano pa bang gusto ko? Oh, the OST. Oh, okay. Let's talk about the OST. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the OST. All the songs of it, they download ko siya. And I actually even downloaded them halfway through the series. Which normally, ginagawa ko siya talaga at the end of the series na. Kasi I really want to, yung parang isa-save ko lang kung aling songs yung nag-stick sa akin. So, that's a, one way for me to reminisce the series. Um, you probably would be asking, because if you have been listening to my podcast episode in the past, you probably would be asking, paano ako nagbabase kung maganda ang OST ng isang series or hindi? Um, it's actually two things. Um, the first one would be if nagsistick siya talaga sa utak mo. That if, for example, if you hear this song na part ng OST, if you hear that and you are reminded of the series, then that's an effective one. That's a good one. Because may recall, may ganun. And then also, if the song itself can be played even without the purpose to recall a series. Let's say, gusto mong makinig sa song na yun habang naglalaba. Bakit pa palaging naglalaba yung example ko? 
<laughs> Kasi hindi pa talaga ako naglalaba. So, <laughs> nasa utak ko siya ngayon. Anyway, so kapag naglalaba, naglalakad sa daan, tapos gusto mo lang, or nag-chill lang, nakaupo, parang ganun. And you just want to listen to something nice. If one of the songs, the part ng OST, is something that you want to listen even without the purpose again of reminding yourself of how fun it was to watch the series then that for me is something that for me is a good uh, OST so yun that's I actually got both of them on the OST ng series na to and the only problem though that I have is that it's only six and if it's a rom-com series for me ah Six songs is not really enough. You have to have more than at least ten, actually, in my opinion. Because the tendency of it, which actually happened to me when I was watching the series, the tendency of it is that do sa anin na songs na yon isa don is pagmalongkot, isa don pag parang nagsustart palang ng environment. Yung parang a new day, a new environment, a new setting, parang ganon. Um, one is for pag nakakakilig, one is pag may mga nagde-drama yung isa't isa, to, so may tig-isa silang song na very emotional, parang ganun. Ang tendency kasi is, if it's 16 episode series, mauubos, parang ma- masasagad mo <laughs> yung, ano, yung series. Talagang, sagad na sagad mo or talagang yun nga, napaulit-ulit na lang siya na ang tendency yung ano mo, yung viewers mo medyo mauumay may umay factor na kasi and actually that happened to me I think around after the 10th episode, nung paulit-ulit na yung songs na Yummy yung Yummy Yummy which is actually a good song But then, nung paulit-ulit na siya, and also, Would You Like to Have Dinner, which is a song earlier, nagkaroon ako ng parang, ay, shucks, kulang, nakukulangan ako sa song. So, dumating ako do sa realization na, ay, kulang nga talaga siya. So, yun, medyo, mag ano lang talaga, na parang, I wish that there were more songs na naging part ng OST. The good thing about it, though, is that the songs are really good. The songs were really good. Ang sarap pakinggan na nabawi niya na parang hindi siya nagkaroon ng bitter taste sa akin na parang kasi kung hindi niya hindi siya maganda, tapos lima lang sila. Just ko Lord, parang isipin ko, oh my gosh, the OST is so bad. Parang ganun. Yun na siya. Doon na siya sa negative part ng series. But fortunately, the songs are really good. It's so nice. Ang sarap pakinggan. Ang sarap talagang pakinggan habang naglalakad. Spring na spring yung pakaramdam ko habang pinapakinggan ko yung series. Parang lahat namumulaklak sa paligid ko. Masaya. Parang ganun. <laughs> anyway, That's the only thing that I, uh, um, my idea about the series, the OST of the series. I w- really wish that there were more, but all the songs are actually good. Yun. Um, what else? LGBT character. Yun. Um, uh, actually, I really don't know why I should be mentioning this as like a positive trait. Because I really wish that this would be a normal thing. Na hindi na talaga siya dapat stand out sa akin. But considering that Korea is still one of those conservative countries na talagang hindi pa kayang maging 
open <laughs> in terms of LGBTQ uh, sorry hindi ko na alam LGBTQIA plus I think yeah paki-correct na lang ako please if ever mali anyway so yeah there's actually an LGBT character an openly LGBT character uh, openly tama ba yung <laughs> hirap na naging English tas hindi naman ko marunong. Basta, yun, parang, yun nga, open na character siya na LGBT. And he also played a big role in the series, which reminded me of Reply 1997. Yung character doon ni, ano, yung sa, ah, nakalimutan ko name niya. Basta yung character doon, yung kalav team, yung, yung, ano doon, isang character doon. Basta, <laughs> nakalimutan ko yung name. Pasensya niyo na. Basta, um, yeah, It's actually a good one. Um, I just love that somehow I feel na nagiging open na ang Korea into something that should actually be a normal thing. Na it's not something that I should be highlighting and all. Kasi it exists. We have LGBT friends. We have LGBT family members. And it's not something na, na meron silang diba, yung parang unicorn and all. Pero I'm hopeful. I'm actually positive that we will get into that time na hindi ko na kailangang i-highlight na ang series na ito ay may LGBT character na hindi siya yung parang wala lang, extra lang. And it's really part of the series. He actually really played a good part of the... Pang-inis, tapos at the same time, na-redeem niya yung character niya. <laughs> so yun. Um, speaking of redeem, eto na. I also love the villains of this series. So, so yun na nga. Yung kapatid na naman ni Lee Min Ho na evil sa Legend of the Blue Sea is again another evil <laughs> evil character sa Dinner Mates. And also yung character ni Nayon. Um, they played the um, ex nung dalawa ni Dohe tsaka ni Heikyong. So, sila yung mga ex na bigla na lang iniwan yung mga bida and at ngayon, sabay silang nagsibalikan sa buhay nila. Which, again, confuses everyone. Now, I really like them. I I really love the character ni Jihon dito. Si, he plays the role of uh, Jae-hyuk and he actually has some mental spoiler na naman hindi ko talaga mapigilan hindi magbigay ng spoiler but anyway ay bahala na kayo <laughs> yung ano meron siya ditong me- mental illness and because of that he actually had to leave Dohe and now he's back again not for the good reason yun na lang yun na lang sabihin ko Whew, bunga nga ako talaga so yun um They added flavor to the series and like I always say sometimes you really need a good villain in order to promote I mean promote <laughs> promote um in order para lalong maging uh, mabigyan ng spotlight yung bida mo para lalong umangat yung um, bidang babae or bidang lalaki mo so yun yung yun yung naging tulong nila dito so dahil sa pagiging Bichesa, si Raulo, at ano pa ba? Mga bitter. <laughs> inis na inis talaga ako sa karakter nilang dalawa nang nanonood ako sa series. Talagang parang, ate, give up na. Ayaw na nga eh. Ayaw na ba diba? Move on na. Ay, nako. 
But yeah, they added flavor to the series and actually it even made the love of the romance between the two main characters even sweeter. Dahil nga, nalagpasan nila yung pagsubok nung characters. But we'll be talking about that l- character, nung character ni um, Lee Jihon dito, si Jayok, later on. Um, what else? What else do I love this about the series before we move on? Oh, character redemption. I also love that in the end of the series, although yung mga bida, yung mga kontra bida was really so annoying during the series, the good thing about the series is that, ito nga, feel good. It's a feel good series. It's a happy ending. Lahat masaya, kilig-kilig lang. At the end of it, there's a character redemption for the ser- for the villains. Parang, you know, if, if you love to watch series that could make you believe that the world is still a f- world that could be beautiful, happy ending, kung naniniwala ka pa. Because sometimes we need that, di ba? Di ba? Minsan na- naiisip mo na um, you need something that could give you a positive energy and as well as give you hope that the world is still a good place to live in kahit ano nang kahit super shit na yung nangyayari it's a it, this series reminded you of that so there's a character redemption so at the end of the series yung villains mo bumait naging mabuti natanggap na nilang kapalaran nila yun so that's one thing that made this series something that you can watch if you just want to relax as well and ayaw mo talaga yung tumataas yung BP mo, this series is for you. Ano pa ba? Um, in terms of uh, technical terms, color grading is good. Mm, costume, okay lang. Editing, pag-usapan natin mamaya. Ano pa ba? Yeah, that's it. Oh, the nurse. <laughs> oh, bago ko malimutan. I love the ca- the character, yung nurse dito na nurse or assistant, sort of assistant ni Hek yung yung psychiatrist, yung character ni Johnny. I really love him. He's such a fun character. He added such so much fun in the series. Na talagang pag scenes niya nakakatawa, talagang nilalighten niya yung mood pag mga ano na drama or mabibigat na yung nangyayari siya talaga yung nagpapato and I love it I love that those type of characters and also even yung character dito ng CEO ng ng company ni uh, na pinagtatrabahuhan ni Dohe nakakatawa din siya alam kaya lang my only problem with her is that her character here si Yeji Won who plays Ayong uh, the CEO of the 2N 2N box yung company nga ni Wodehe. Um the only problem is that I've seen another O yang another Miss O so many times na yung character niya doon and yung character niya dito is so similar. So hindi siya nag-stick out kasi parang ah okay naalala ko lang siya based on the series na mas kilala ko siya which is another Miss O. So yun uh, unfortunately hindi naging memorable yung role niya dito kasi nga mas memorable doon sa una-una niya. Ano siya eh? Noon ko siya minahal na una kasi yung style niya doon, yung pananamit niya, yung pagiging pagiging pal-amazona niya, <laughs> taklesa. Basta, kung napanood niyo na yung Another Miss O, siya si yung boss, yung kapatid din ni, ano, ni Eric, 
moon doon, yung boss naman ni bidang babae. Yun. So, boss din siya. Same manamit. Same na may tap, sapak sa ulo. So, yun. Yun nga yung medyo naging problem ko sa kanya. Anyway, she's still fun to watch in the series. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I also love the part na kung saan ina-assess na ni Heik yung, yung mga pa- patients niya. Kasi di ba psychiatrist siya? So, may mga ganong situation na parang pinag-uusapan nila yung mga pinagdadaanan ng patients niya. And you can see how it can sometimes apply in real life. And also, the talk about the connection between humans and uh, psychology or psychiatry. Di ko talaga alam ko nung tama. But anyway, yung connection niya and ha- to food. Kasi di- dinner mate is basically all about um, how we find comfort um, in terms of food to solve the problems of the soul of the heart parang ganun so at first talaga i really thought na parang ang weird naman ng series na to anong connect ng pagkain but as soon as you start watching the series and yun nga may mga scenes doon kung saan ini-explain ni Hekyong na how sometimes we can find the comfort in the food that we eat for every situation that we have na-amaze talaga ako doon and somehow, yun nga, parang sabi ko, oh my gosh, there's really more to it. May psychal- psychology of food, food psychology something pala. Hindi ko yan yun eh, pero yun, the series is all about that. It's fun to watch. You could watch the series and then see for yourself. Okay? Ano pa ba? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all that I love about the series. Now, pag-usapan natin on the things that I don't really like about the series. Unang-una na dyan, um, nangihinayang ako sa, spoiler, spoiler alert, sorry, kailangan ko i-mention talaga to. Nangihinayang ako, I feel that it could have been a funny, one of the funniest scene kung nagkaroon sila ng, kasi dito sa series, they, so dinner mates nga sila, diba? So they eat together, they drink together, but they don't know anything about each other. They don't know their names, kung anong trabaho, kung ilang taon, whatever. So they don't know anything about it. And the funny thing is that they had to, um, parang si Dohe dito, kailangan niyang kunin as guest itong si um, Hekyong. And si Hekyong naman, is someone na ayaw niya ng mga guestings, ayaw niya ng mga ganyan, kasi hindi nga siya, maha- hindi siya naghahabol ng, mga, ng, ng exposure, kumbaga. So, during that process na re- nire-recruit ni Dohe, si Hekyong, for that um, episode or interview, yun nga, parang nagkaroon sila ng, <laughs> parang nag-away sila via email, so nagkasagutan and yun nagkaroon sila ng galit sa isa't isa without knowing that yung kasama nilang kumain at na-enjoy nilang company habang kumakain at tumiinom is the same person na inaawi nila via email I just felt that it could have been funnier if they met them yung parang nagkakilala sila na nadiscover nila kung sino yung isa't isa <laughs> na yung inaaway pala at minumura niya via email ay yung taong kasama niyang kumain it could have been a funny scene but yeah 
yun nga, I don't know. Maybe you have a different idea about it. But for me, it could have been such a funny scene. Kung halimbawa, di ba, na parang nagkakilala sila tapos nag-away pa rin sila. <laughs> Natatawa lang ako. Ini-imagine ko. Um, that's one thing that I don't like. Uh, well, not really like, but it's a miss for me. Ha? Um, what I don't like about the series is the editing, the transitions. It's the funny. F- hindi naman funny yes, actually. Hindi siya funny. Ugly. Ugly talaga. <laughs> Kasi pag nagta-transition into a different scene, di ba? Pag nanonood ka ng series, when they transition to a different scene, they normally either pan left, pan right, or kumakabig. Technical naman masyado to. Basta yung kumakabi yung camera, patungo sa left or sa right, or nag-zoom out, or nag-zoom in, or parang ganun. Dito talaga parang nagbigla na lang kakabig sa kaliwa yung ka, yung yung camera na hindi ko alam kung anong ini-expect ko na may mangyayari, may lalabas, may magsasalita. Tapos wala naman pala. <laughs> Tapos bigla pang mawawala yung music na parang iniisip ko may mangyayaring something. Pero wala. Tapos yung music naman pag nagpe-play bigla na lang nawawala ng <laughs> yung parang abrupt yung pag ano yung pagkawala ng song. Na iniisip ko tuloy na parang ano to naputol ng editing natulog yung editor. <laughs> Naging nagsuscore ng music natulog din. Parang ganoon na parang ang awkward kasi 'di ba kapag nanonood ka ng series, yung music, yung edit, yung camera angles, they somehow set the mood. Pag nag yung music tumataas, lumalakas, ibig sabihin may nagii-intense yung scene. Tapos pag pawala na, Ayan, okay na, medyo kumakalma na yung scene. Talagang ang daming ano dito, ang daming episode na yung may mga scenes na bigla na lang kumakabit sa kaliwa yung camera, na wala namang nangyari, hindi naman nagte-transition. Kung magta-transition naman, ang pangit din. Yung parang yung angulo na parang ha, ilong, dikit na dikit na yung ilong ni Dohe. Buti na lang kamo matangos yung ilong niya. Dikit na dikit na dun sa kanang side ng ang ano. Tapos ang laki na ng space. Kasi parang ginagamit nila yung um, three, hindi three-fourths eh. O parang niya, yeah, parang three-fourths rule sa photography. Na parang gusto niyang aim na maging artistic. But <laughs> nakakalimutan niya yung flow ng story. Na wala namang nangyayari pero binibiglang nasa dulong ang, nasa pinakakaanan na, na ano, ng, ng screen si Dohe na hindi ko alam kung ano nangyayari. Eh, nagsasalita pa naman sila. Hindi pa naman nagtatransition to another scene. So, yun. Ang pangit. <laughs> ang pangit. But, again, it's it's technical. It, it did not really influence the series. But, medyo naging glaring lang siya sa akin. I guess, maybe because, yun nga, yung educational background ko, na tinuro sa amin ng paulit-ulit, na yung mga ganun, eh, dapat maganda yung pagpan ng camera, blah, blah, blah. So, medyo naging glaring siya sa akin. But in terms of the flow of the story, not really. It's not something that would um, hinder you of understanding the series or getting or loving the series more. It's okay. It's fine. Um, na-mention ko lang talaga kasi napaka-glaring niya. <laughs> One thing that I don't like though about the story itself, in the episode 12, I think, nung Sorry, spoiler na naman. Nung biglang 
nagkaroon na ng breakdown itong si, yun nga, si Jayok, yung ex ni Dohe. Nung nagkaroon na siya ng breakdown and pinasok niya yung bahay ni Dohe. And si Dohe at first called um, Hekyong and parang yun nga, nangangamba kasi parang meron siyang intruder. But upon uh, finding out na si Hekyong lang naman, ay si Hekyong, si Jayok naman pala, tapos kinover up niya kay Hekyong. So, parang ako, girl, bakit mo pinagtatakpan? So, merong, nagkaroon talaga ako ng disconnect sa reaction niya or sa part na tinago niya na yung ex niya was actually tormenting her, causing her to to sleep sa bahay ng magulang niya because she was not, she did not feel safe sa bahay niya mismo. She's not happy na nakikita niya sa bigla na lang kung saan-saan yung si ex niya. So that part for me was parang disconnect. It was a disconnect in the sense na if it's a normal person, you would tell that boyfriend of yours na inano ka ng ex mo, di ba? Kasi it's dangerous. Nakakatakot na pinagtatakpan mo pa. So yun, nagka-disconnect kami doon. And also, nagkaroon din kami ng disconnect ni Dohe dito nung character na si Dohe. Nung ma-reveal na sa kanya, kasi siya yung unang nakaalam kung sino yung isa't isa. So, siya yung unang nakadiscovery na yung kanyang dinner mate ay yun palang si Hekyong, yung psychiatrist na nire-recruit niya at ex nung kanilang latest acquired artist or influencer sort of sa company nila. So, medyo nagkaroon na ako ng parang, ha? Bakit ganun yung reaction mo? Bakit parang nalungkot ka? Bakit parang nag yung distance ka sa kanya parang bakit syempre inexpect ko na parang maiinis ka kasi siya yung nagmura sa iyo sa email pero or matutuwa or malulungkot pero hindi yung parang bibitawan mo and then i realized ah okay kasi at the end of the series na realize ko na din na the reason kung bakit ganun yung naging reaction ng character ni Dohe and at the same time naging ganun din yung tinakpan niya yung ex niya is because Hekyong or yun nga yung character ni Johnny was someone who met her on a very ugly part of her life a, a very ugly moment of her life so parang ang analogy ko dito is that this is someone who saw you bare naked with all your scars with all your ugly parts and all that and you know when you get into a relationship you somehow want to save something that you know parang ang partner mo hindi naman puro ugly side mo lang nakita you want to also see have your partner see the side of you na maganda and if you if that person saw you at your ugliest moments nung brinakeupan ka nung yun nga yung, yung mga ganong moments it's it's somehow degrading I guess na yun nga nakakawala ng pride kahit papano na kung baga gusto mo things like that would be kept or hidden from your future partner but it just so happens that He, yung character ni Hekyong or yung yun nga yung si Hekyong dito so everything and knows everything about Dohe um 
the ugly part of her life. So yun, yun yung parang naging understanding ko na lang of why she reacted that way. And yun nga din, um, if siguro iniisip ni Dohe din dito na once malaman ni Hek yung that her ex turned out that way, na parang nabaliw sa kanya, he might, um, maybe she felt that he might think that she did something wrong, kaya naging ganun yung ex niya. So, I kinda, parang nagsettle na ako dun sa idea, kasi yun nga, inahanapan ko talaga nung reason kung bakit ganun yung naging reaction niya. And, somehow that's the analogy that I came up with. But again, if you can explain it further, kasi, although nasettle ko na yung utak ko sa ganun, I'm still not 100% completely connected <laughs> sa nangyari. It's just, it just felt that it was so weird na ganun yung maging reaction ng isang tao. But somehow, yun nga, naging, maybe it's just me. So, so ganun na lang siguro yung iniisip ko. Maybe it's just my point of view of how people react to certain situation. So, yun. Yun na lang naging analogy ko sa nangyayari. But, bakit ko, <laughs> bakit ko ba pinag-iisipan to na mabuti? Basta, yun, 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 medyo yung hindi ko masyado naging bet, kumbaga sa series na to. May, may disconnect. Let's just put it that way. Another thing that I don't really like about the series is the second love line. Okay, okay. So, the series, sa series na to, ang second love line was actually yung boss ni, um, Dohe sa 2N Box which is si Eyong at yung dating manager or dating sumbenim or yeah senior ni uh, Hekyong sa hospital which is another um, psychiatrist na si Kiano <laughs> name niya dito si Kiano he actually was fun also watching um for me, ah, it felt so unrealistic na yung someone na bossing ng isang malaking company, well, sort of malaking company, would fall in love with a homeless guy. So, homeless kasi dito si Kiano before confirming kung sino nga ba talaga siya at the end. So, y- y- which is a psychiatrist na parang nag- basta may tragedy sa buhay niya na naging homeless siya. So, yung bossing ni Dohe na in love sa kanya knowing that he is a homeless person and I guess nangin, na kukulangan lang ako sa scenes supporting the possibility of someone falling in love with a homeless person kasi nga hindi ganun karami yung scenes nila siguro if there were so many scenes that would satisfy as viewers of having that accepting the reality that it is possible for you to love someone who has really nothing eh nakatira lang sa parang umbrella <laughs> sa labas ng um, convenience store so ganun yung parang okay it's so weird and also what's weirder is the reaction niya as soon as malaman niya that he's not actually a real homeless person but he's actually um, parang degraded Parang ganun, degraded na psychiatrist. So, I just felt that there was such a disconnect between me and those two, that second love line. So, I felt it was so unrealistic somehow. So, ayun, hindi ko siya masyado naging bet. 
uh, yeah and that's it hindi <laughs> ko siya naging pet bakit pet ba nila ako? hindi rin nila ako pet charot anyway that's it for me if I would rate the series I would definitely give it a 7.9 definitely because of the strong chemistry and super kilig scenes ng dalawang bida but that yeah 7.9 for me and again that's it if you have any questions feel free to contact me via twitter it's at talks tita and again via facebook it's at tita talks podcast and yeah if you have again any nothing to do on august 29 saturday 8 p.m please join me via facebook for a live podcast episode that's it good night kids i love you bruno mars are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns